702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. All right, it's uh, seven minutes before seven o'clock, as is our tradition now. Every Wednesday at around this time, we catch up with news from around the continent. Always a pleasure then to be chatting to you, Crystal Orderson. Uh, let's start. Um, let's start in the Horn of Africa. We know that uh, internally, Ethiopia has had challenges, and now tensions ramping up again with neighbouring Eritrea. That country is calling up reservists. Are we likely to see more conflict in that part of the continent? Unfortunately, we are, and there's really a concern in what's happening in that Horn of Africa. Um, so while the latest is that we see that um, the Tigrayan forces in Ethiopia, they've already accused um, Eritrea of launching an offensive. We've seen the U.S. Special Envoy also already condemning the crossing of Eritrean troops into Ethiopia's Tigrayan region amid um, fighting. So what we've seen firstly in Eritrea, Bongani, um, they've been mobilizing its armed forces and calling up civilians. Um, they've got a reserve, a massive reservist um, kind of grouping um, and they've called them up um, and people up to the age of 55 have been called up. Um, now Ethiopia has always, um, sorry, Eritrea has always had, you know, compulsory military training um, because we know firstly the country um, you know, broke away from Ethiopia in 1993. It has had the same president Afareki um, and they've been at war between 98 and 2000 and ironically it's the Prime Minister of Ethiopia who won a Nobel Peace Prize for exactly bringing about, you know, signing the steel and the two finally shook hands um, and that's when he won because, you know, there was just 20 years of kind of stalemate um, and now the two leaders, of course, you know, they've kind of rally together um, and they are now fighting the Tigrayan um, People's Liberation Front. So it's ironically, Bongani, just in terms of historical context, it was also Tigrayans that was in power during that British civil war between 98 and 2000. So it seems, you know, these kind of animosities haven't simply disappeared. It, it was just, it just went underground and now it's out again. And, you know, Eritrea, as we know, isolated diplomatically, you know, highly militarized, um, you know, you know, they don't you know, engage economically or politically with the rest of the world apart from, you know, Ethiopia now. And now we see that again, you know, there's a real concern about peace security in the region and um, the combination of civil conflict and just refugees and climate change, Bongani, you know, it's just not a great time. Crystal, is there a sense that, in fact, if Eritrea does ramp up uh, the possibility of conflict with Ethiopia, uh, that at least uh, that country might then unite and uh, whatever the difference between the Tigray region has been with the capital, that might abate for a while? Well, I don't think so, Bongani, because what we see now between the Ethiopian kind of forces led by the Prime Minister and the Eritreans, you know, they're, go they're going full out for the Tigrayans. Um, the Tigrayans, what we do know, firstly, you know, it was the political elite for many years. They're militarily very strong. They have been able to fight off both forces. Um, I suspect this time around, Bongani, because there's such a lot of concern around, um, you know, militarily, the military build up from the region that this time around they're going all out for a fight. All right, let's move on now to another story that 
<laughs> you really, you can't make this stuff up, can you? Uh, we know the UK has done a deal with Rwanda, but now Denmark becoming yet another country to sign a deal with uh, Rwanda to take their refugees. Uh, what? How much are they going to be making for this? And how is this morally correct? Absolutely, Pongani. It's like Rwanda is becoming the dumping ground for these European countries. I mean, your, your, your question of how is this morally correct, Pongani, like that an African country is just simply taking whoever from Europe and processing them. So, you know, so this time around, um, you know, the deal is with Denmark, uh, which is the first European Union member to effectively bypass. We know the EU is very strict, but yet fragmented migration asylum system. So they're bypassing this. So the deal would mean that the Nordic country will set up a separate asylum center in Rwanda, which means it's outside the EU, and you know they will then Rwanda will then process these um, you know asylum seekers. So of course, using diplomatic language, you know the two countries said, "Look, this is a, a joint program. It's a collaboration. Blah 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 to deal with asylum transfers." But in essence, Bongani, what does it mean? You know, um, Rwanda now becomes this dumping ground. Um, interestingly enough, we know that that flight was stopped midway um, earlier this year. The first flight um, of the UK asylum seekers, that's still ongoing. It's right now, it's in the court process because the European Court of Justice um, and, you know, human rights, because, you know, the UK is still party to that. They're still fighting it. But I think in essence, Bongani, you know, it just simply means that you know, Rwanda is taking money and becoming a conduit and a dumping ground for um, for migrants. It's quite an un- it's quite an unbelievable story. Um, but that's what is indeed happening in Rwanda. They are paying to receive Europe's unwanted. We'll leave it there for this Africa report this Wednesday. Thank you so much, Crystal Audison. Breakfast with Bongani Bingwa. Morning, Bongani. Yo, this what do you do for a living? Hey, 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 pains me. Yo. And then comes this other one. <sighs> How much do they pay you there? Yay, 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 I feel like, yo, I'm like, yay. Hello. Isn't that a personal question? Why do, why do you have to ask me that question? It's personal. Stay away. Huh? Bongani, the best response when someone asks you what you do for a living, I just say, I do my best. I do my best. This is to me from Sashanguve. <laughs> someone says on Twitter.